Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another rendition of Bevy Banter. I'm Patrick, aka Rick the Barber. Hey, yo, what up? It's your boy Tyler, Titty Boy Chinapo, live in the cut. <laughs> Roche here. I don't got any cool nicknames, so we're just going to go with Roche. It's just Roche, period. Roche, period. Roche, period. Urethra. Oh, my God. <laughs> Urethra. That's a little name that he, he's had for a while from Tyler. Yeah, yo, from one been, person. Can you, can you explain that, Tyler? Um, yeah, it's Literally just because, person, so. you, you know, the, the beginning of his last name kind of looks like the spelling of urethra. <laughs> and I used to <laughs> just be like, you know, I saved his number in my phone at a really young age at Roshan urethra. <laughs> and I, for the longest time, I thought that's you, how he, it made you believe that was his last name. It made name. me believe that's how you spell his last name, urethra. Yeah, because the first time Tyler ever sent me Roshan's number... He sensed it as Roshan Urethra. You guys so spelled it like that like a week ago when I asked you guys to spell it. So that's what I thought his last name was for the longest time. He's in my best friends right here. Hey, man. It, it's a good story because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rosh. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And it's it was okay, just get going with the pod. Certain names stick, right? Yeah. I mean, the beginning of it looks like Urethra, but, you know, it's really not how you spell it. There's a U, not an E. There's an I. There's not... That's how it goes. Like, the shop that I work at, um, they call me Fitz. Fitz as in Fitz. Fitzpatrick. So, they gave me the name Fitzpatrick, and then just started turning into Fitz. So, now my name is Fitz. Fitz. Then they have a next man at the, the shop named uh, Stonewall. Stonewall. Big up Stonewall. Big up Stonewall. If you're watching the pod, you're listening. He came by the other day, actually. We're going to redo the kitchen, so he came by to check it out, map it out and shit. Okay. So we got to show these guys what we're drinking today. Yeah. So we got something special here today, boys. Or, you know, just you search know? it up. Can't search see the it video. Up. We're drinking some El Dorado, 12-year-old rum. 12-year-old, man. This is from the motherfucking motherland right here. The motherland for me and Ty. Yeah. Is it Ocean really? Spirit. GT, yeah, it GT rum, East, man. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was American or something. Nah, bro. El Dorado is straight up Cheers. Guyanese. So cheers, boys. It's a little bit of soda water. To I used to drink this a lot. Yo, we um, used to back, drink it a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. We, we used to drink it like back when I was like 19, 18. Basically when we were broke teenagers just trying to get yeah. fucked up at a party. So like we would buy a bottle and just drink it like straight or drink it with ginger ale. Or like coke or something but the problem is like see we weren't buying this 12 year the 12 year old yeah yeah we were getting the eight-year-old probably like 60 70 bucks yeah yeah we were getting the eight-year-old which is more affordable but way less quality bro Bro. it's so bad it's (laughs) there's nothing compared to the 12 or like when you go up in the years yeah as you get up in the years i see they have like a 21 year old that's gotta be crazy too yeah i've had 15 Oh my god! Twenty-one. That's that's something that's. But heavy. do you think they actually age you for twenty-one years? Oh, or they is have it like to. And a process where they advance the aging. No, 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 no. They have to. They have. Hundred percent age that long. Yeah, it has to be aged. There's no way it's not. You can't charge that price, and then like not, you know, do the. True. It may it may not be twenty-one year old twenty-one years. It could be like twenty. It could be like somewhere around the ballpark, but it's, it's probably like rounded. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how else? How 21. Would you, how would you, 21. You stupid. You stupid, man. Yo, Roche, last time in the the last pod, you told me I swore too much. So I'm going I'm to keep it in check. I'm going to keep it PG for the uh, audience. Yeah, today. you know, you, you, you slipped up a, a couple times here and there. You know, nothing mm. too. Nothing, Today's a PG-13. Nothing, nothing our viewers can handle. 
Yeah. Get a couple drinks up in me, and then you know what I mean. And start turning the Pirates of the Caribbean out here, bro. Rowdy Ty comes out. Rowdy Ty, bro. He's a fun guy. Don't get me wrong, but man, he could cuss like a sailor. All right. How hard do you guys think it is to start an online business in um, today's world, oh. or do you think it's the easiest it has ever been right now? I mean, okay, it's, it's easiest in the sense that probably the accessibility of being able to do it, anybody could really do it. I think the hardest part you would find is being able to have success in starting the online store because it's so easy, if that makes sense. True. And because so online, which means it's saturated. You mean, like, you mean like online store specifically? Like, Yeah, like you're selling products or even like if like you want to sell e-commerce maybe e-commerce mm. or anything like that or i mean i guess you can touch on services too but like let's just talk about products for now so just goods like drop shipping and shit like that i guess yeah because yeah. i feel like a lot yeah. of people have popped on the trend of like i know every time i go on youtube the ad that like just like an ad that plays that says hey for stop like what you're doing do you want to learn how to drop ship or make yeah. blah 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 from amazon and now you have millions and millions of mans trying to do this fucking hack to sell stuff. i mean drop I shipping get, was I good before you. Amazon Prime blew up. Once Amazon Prime blew up, then I think dropshipping for Amazon specifically yeah. got shitty. True. What were you going to say, Rose? Yeah, I mean, I could tell you, like, I mean, I can speak on the service side. Like, obviously, like, I started service side. But before I started that one with my buddies, like, yeah. I looked into the product side of stuff. And the one thing that was abundantly clear is, like, it's not as easy as people make it seem. Like, you have to actually Back, put in, yeah. like, work and research Back. and stuff. And, and also, your, I think another thing, too, is, like, uh, people probably get caught up in selling, like, the shitty quality products from, like, Alibaba and AliExpress and, and those type of yeah. things, right? But if you want something that's a successful business, that's really, truly successful, you find your niche and you stick with it and you make sure it's a quality item, right? Because yeah, that's going to yeah. bring you the biggest return. Yeah, it's gonna cost you more upfront. It's yeah. gonna be like, but it's like something it you actually but are invested yeah, in. Yeah, if you're mentally... actually invested in it, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. get the money back from it. You're gonna get the money back from it. Yeah, like like that. So I, I guess you could say like comes and goes. In terms of ease and accessibility, it's super easy to start one. But like, if is it gonna be a successful um, one or is it gonna be unsuccessful? That's like the biggest. Yeah, biggest I feel like you can you can easily go and set one up. Like it's not difficult to get one yeah you set can up. go on uh what's the website fiverr and you can go you can on fiverr and get services from there you can go on um all this stuff and and do all that and get it from there as well yeah exactly uh, but yeah so that's the thing i i i don't know i feel like it's it's kind of like really saturated there's like a lot of people trying to there. do shit and like mm. the amount of friggin guys i see like ads like just claiming they can make man's crazy amounts of money by drop shipping or even like another one someone told me about it like guys would buy items off of like etsy and stuff from people who made it with like people yeah, who make like personally make the products yeah. themselves like put their time and effort and they're and it just like ordering huge quantities and these people are like selling it for probably a lower amount yeah and they're just slapping it on amazon or something or another website just selling it and making bank off of it they're basically using them so, I don't know. There's many ways you can look at it. But. Something that Etsy is good for, though, is um, if you're trying to get into, like, vintage clothes and stuff like that. Bro, mm. Oh, yeah. They got a collection. And, like, Etsy's almost every store, if you go if you go to, um, like, let's say you go to Kensington Market, they all have, yeah. like, a big pop in Etsy page. Oh, really? Yeah. But, oh, I uh, miss Kensington Market. Yo, Kensington Market's lit. 
that's the spot, that. dude. That's the spot. That's spot. All my yo, stuff yo, when yo, I wear it here, yeah. people are like, yo, where you get that from? And I'm like, yo. Yeah. But where do, you, where do you think those guys get their shit from? They, there's like, like where a, are their links? There's, well, there, they, there's they, they got their they got their own links. Plus, they like a lot of them also go out and actually like thrift and stuff themselves. Go through. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's that's also why the price is so expensive of like some of the items you get. Like I'm yeah. wearing a shirt right now, fifty bucks, forty five bucks, or something like that. And that's mainly because the guy actually went out and like handpicked it and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, they did true. the hard the hard stuff for us. So we just kind of go in there. We have an idea, yeah. but we like I like race car shirts. And that's just what we go and get, right? Yeah. Like, even, like, if you go thrifting, I think if you go thrifting and shit, you have, like, a... You shouldn't really look for something, but you know what your taste is. Like, you know what, you know what you're looking at? Like, yeah. it's either going to be... You're not looking for like, something specific. Tyler likes his race car stuff. Yeah, I like shirts with, like, stitched embroidery, like, from different countries, like Mexico or yeah. Bahamas or whatever. Like travel shirts like that. But, like, you can I, find um, that stuff there for sure, too. One of my boys in Kingston, actually, his... uh his parents they both run their own thrift store so every time he gets and he runs his own vintage like thing like on social media um and he runs it yeah. like at school and stuff so whenever they get a shipment he like eat literally easily he gets to go through them first like gets his hand pick of stuff pulls stuff out and just and, and tosses it up there um on his website That's and all that yeah so he's making like a little hustle from his parents hustle in a sense like their business. Yeah, you're basically making a consignment too, right? Like that's kind of what is popping these days too is like putting things on consignment. So like bringing in your own thing and you're like you get a kickback mm-hmm. of the money from it. So they do have to True. upcharge you a bit. I know um, Dave used to do that a bunch with this their store in uh, in uh, Kitchener, Waterloo. That, yo, Luster yeah. and Oak. You went to that place. I took you there one time. What was it called again? Luster and Oak. I went there like twice. I went there by myself too before. By yourself? Yeah, one time I came and like I think you like I was leaving or something. I just stopped by there and then oh. left. They always have some nice stuff though. Like if you check their Instagram, it, it's pretty good too. But like, how do you how do you guys feel like buying thrift items, and not knowing who wore that before? That I don't I don't, I don't it doesn't really bother me to be honest. I, yeah, yeah I, I, I thought about it a couple times. Like I think anytime you buy like used clothing, like you, it crosses your mind at one point. But like at this point, I, I just tell myself I'm like, yo, it's just clothes. Like. If this guy killed somebody or whoever wears before, <laughs> like, I mean, there's a high chance. It's, it's not on. It's not yeah. on me to like. I'm. I'm not wrong by wearing their clothes because like I'm unsuspecting of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not something I should know. Not only that, it's it's yeah. like super sustainable. Exactly. So I'm looking at it from that perspective. Yeah, not like, like a that's, man that's how somebody. I look at it. It's not like a fast fashion type of thing either. It's like you know, you're wearing it, and you're like, it's reused basically. It's not gonna get wasted. So. That's a problem that a lot of like companies are facing, like H and M and stuff like that. They're all Forever Twenty One. They're all infamous for having like the shitty fabrics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, one and done. One thing about vintage clothes is that you could wear the same shirt and it will never shrink. Oh, it will dude, never seriously, lose man. More color, really. The only thing I have experienced though is that they fall. Some of them fall apart, bro. <laughs> like I've had a shirt literally fall apart really? on me, and uh, it was a hard shirt too. That's yeah. just like just. No, nah, like the the graphic just starts to like deteriorate. Like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, at, at some point, it's bound to happen. I mean, yeah. it's old, right? Like, we, I I mean, you probably put in some time into like wearing it. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's also facts as well. That's also facts. So, Roche, how's the how's the vibes in St. Vincent? Yeah, what's been popping off? Uh, is there any news? Like, any volcanoes going off? No, nothing. Actually, um, 
active we volcano. Just became there. one of the first uh, countries to legalize psychedelic medicine. So what, like microdosing oh, shrooms crazy. and shit like that? Yeah, like on a, obviously on a higher dosage, but like using that to treat like, um, you know, like schizo, like mental illness um, and stuff like mental that, mental illness based, uh, based disorders and things like That's that. That's pretty cool. So when it comes to that type of treatment, is there like a a field of like medicine that you could study it and like with having an md and stuff like that or what yeah i think so well, i guess that's more on like pharma and research side because it's like not really that like i know they're just working on getting it legalized in north america and stuff um but nothing yeah. nothing specifically because i think i think yeah. uh, shrooms have been like decriminalized yeah yeah so they're yeah. they're getting decriminalized and now it's like whether they can be authorized to like use as a treatment and stuff is like the big yeah, thing in a lot which of this. I think it should be, bro. It's I, a natural thing. Yeah, it's more natural than almost any of the pills that were being given. Oh and yeah. Shit like that. I so, mean, I've done a lot of research on it because there was like a lot of talk mm. about the psychedelic sector and like how it's a good growth opportunity. Um, and there's yeah, a lot of companies it, that are working on some good yeah. good stuff for that. So I'm like super bullish on on that company. A lot of people running. are making like um yeah. uh like shroom edibles and things like that. I've seen those. Yeah. Um, like even people making like acid and stuff like that there is getting more sophisticated process like people are genuinely putting in hours in labs and stuff like that and and you know making it safe for people that have to use it i mean if it comes over if it comes over here you think it's gonna boom like the how weed has 100 percent. in terms of like all these dispensaries going up and all these different things i think 100%. i think shrooms would i'm not too sure about the other type of because it's not done like it's not like people don't take like shrooms and stuff the same as weed like weed you can i'm assuming no, you can yo, do you'd like, be surprised bro people microdose a lot of people no, microdose shrooms i i would argue there's more medicinal uses for i feel like in 10 years from now there'll be more medicinal uses for psychedelics than there is for weed not now yeah. in like well, 10 years psychedelic. yeah yeah mm. like i i think yeah shrooms probably has more like beneficial side effects than weed does because the difference between yeah. shrooms and weed is like weed to make you feel like mad, even though they're like your know, different strains and stuff like that. Yeah. End of the day, I touch a blunt, I'm gonna want to chill on the couch, kick up, watch TV, you know, do something stupid. When you're on shrooms and stuff like that, I'm not talking from experience, I'm talking from other people's experiences. And like I've done like some decent research on it. You want to do things, you don't feel like you're, you know, your couch locked and stuff like that, yeah. right? So it's completely different psychoactive effects that I think, you know. Well, could like, I'm kind of ill-educated on weed, but, like, the actual like, medicinal effects or medicinal or whatever yeah. of weed, like, does it actually, like, do things in your body or does it just help to, um, like, this, like, let's say there's, like, you, you take it for pain, right? Yeah. Does it actually, like, help the issue that's causing the pain or does it just kind of no, numb the pain? I think it's just symptoms. Well, it, mm. there's, there's two different answers to that question. Like, one is... Like, one way is that it's going to, like, make you not feel the pain as much. Mm -hmm. So, it's a way to kind of deal with the pain. Like, that's why a lot of cancer patients get recommended or they get prescribed, like, medicinal-grade weed is because it helps with, like, the therapy and the pain that they're going through. But if you're actually dealing with, like, localized inflammation and stuff like that, CBD has been known to reduce inflammation. Yeah. And then that little little body high that – Yeah, that little body high that gets into your receptors – that yeah. actually like um, helps you like soothe your muscles. It relaxes the muscles a little bit, so they're not as tense, and it kind of gives you like a temporary relief. I wouldn't say it's permanent, 
and it's actually been shown to to reduce like seizures and stuff like that in kids that have hi- history with epilepsy. I'm not too sure the mechanism of it, but yeah, bro, she could attest. It's to that still too, right? it's like, still early, dude. They're they're finding out a lot of stuff about it as we go. I remember yeah. we we so, looked into some research on the effects on like cardio cardiovascular health, and I, I know it had some like benefits on that. Um, there's some like also like schizo benefits too that I think that they're working on and stuff. Yeah. But like that's honestly, true. like most yeah. like that's how most drugs are though. Like most drugs, they don't cure necessarily cure what you know you have. They're more they relieve symptoms. Like even like your Advil and Tylenol, like they don't cure your cold, right? Facts. It's just like the symptoms that they alleviate no. to let your body, yeah, to do it's the work. It's gonna reduce the inflammation. Main oh. thing is the inflammation, yeah. bro. Like exactly, it's a funny way. So saying I should touch a blunt right now. I mean, I've been the- trying to get Patty to touch a blunt. Yo, I feel like I fucked him up one too many times, you know? Do you guys have any bad stories about... About weed? Oh, like, of course I have. Bad experiences bad oh, that yeah. maybe could have possibly made you not want to have it again. Like, in oh. my case, that's the case for me. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. Yo. Care to I'll share? Tell you, I'll tell you one, one of them, right? So, like, in grade 12, um, we had this one boy. His name was, was Rahul. Rahul the Shrimp Boy. Shout out shrimp. Shout out the shrimp. Out he shrimp. uh he graduated from the shrimp to the lobster now, so he's a big fish. Hey. <laughs> um, but for the longest time, because I wasn't like a big smoker yet, really. I was just when was this? How old were you? Grade twelve, so I was okay. like probably eighteen. You weren't. And for the longest time, the whole year, I was like mediocre. I think university is when I became big smoker. I was like average. Yeah, I think I've known you for a while. Holy. Yeah, bro. Like eight. More than eight yeah, years. I feel like I've known you for a big portion of your your weed smoking days, but that's Facts. Yeah. yeah, that's only yeah. So, um, I would only get my weed from from Rahul because yeah, I, somehow he always had, and like we would work together, and I'd be like, yo, bro, like let me grab a, a deek from you, like one a mm. gram. So this is pre rolled. No, no, no. Like, oh, just like, just a, a gram. Deke. Yeah, and then okay. that's how I learned how to roll. Really, was by having it by myself and doing it. So this is probably like summertime, and. I w- the majority of my smoking would come from when I finished a shift at Walmart, like a closing shift, and then I came home and would ball up and go to sleep for school the next day. <laughs> yeah. So was that a ritual for you? Not a ritual. Oh. It would happen like once in a while. Mm. Like once every other week maybe or something like that. Towards the end of grade 12, like so summertime. Almost. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I remember one time I had grabbed loud from, from Rahul. And like, you know, it's I'm amped, I'm home, I'm rolling it up. I go, I, I ball it up and shit. I'm like, okay, yo, I'm feeling blessed. I'm going to go watch some some videos in my bed and, like, go knock out on, like, FaceTime or something. I'm not FaceTime. Like, just, like, YouTube videos or something like that. <laughs> not, not sexual <laughs> videos. Fuck you. Bro. I, like, try to go to sleep, but I'm hearing, like, people calling my name in my ears, fam. Like, in my ear, oh, like, loud. Right up, like, like somebody's right up like, to your ear. Screaming, oh. screaming. And then I'm feeling, like, my body is, like, there's, like, waves just going across my body, bro. And oh, I'm in bed. God, and I'm bro. tripping, bro. And so I FaceTime, I FaceTime one of my boys, uh, Jaten, not the one that we have already talked about. There's another Jaten, younger one. And this guy said I was Cade the whole time on the FaceTime, but I thought I was awake, bro. Really? I remember being awake, but the, yeah, he's like, yo, you were Cade the whole time on FaceTime. <laughs> I was awake. Like, was he high too? No, he wasn't. He didn't really like ball up back then really like that. Oh, so you did FaceTime him, I FaceTime him, but you just but fell I thought asleep. I was awake and I, like, I felt like I was awake, but I was Cade. He said, he's like, you were just tweaking. I'm like, bro. 
Oh, and I man. called ever since that day, like that one set of weed that Rahul gave me, I called it the demon pack. And I gave it away to somebody at a party. I'm like, yo, I don't even want this. This is a demon pack. Get this away from me, bro. I never want to see this You're like, fuck it. Yeah. Bro, that, stories like that, that reminds me of uh, your Christmas party when uh, I brought my little sister to the party. (laughs) Yo, we got his little sister to the party. Oh my god. Okay, so let me let me lay this story down. So that <laughs> that's a stage for this. My one, sister, bro. my sister was way my sister was way younger back then and she's like grade nine, grade ten yeah, or something. She was right? like she was like way younger and you know uh over the break it was the first time I saw her after a while and she she basically opened up to me about smoking weed and stuff and I was like, yo, like that that's fine, you know, I've done it, whatever. Like cool. And she was like, Oh, okay, like, cool. So she was second year university kids, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were we were in college at that point. So Whatever, Ty had his Christmas party, and um, we do like an annual Christmas yeah, party. Actually, yeah, like we, we do, do an annual party. one, and it's honestly it's, it's either me or Ty hosting for the most part. I mean, Mira took it this term, but it's it's honestly me or Ty for the most part. The best ones are at me and Roshan's. Oh yeah, Hondo. <laughs> um, either way, so yeah, so Ty invited my sister to the party too because you know they're homies and and whatever. And I told Ty at the at, at the point, and I was like, "Yo, um, my sis smokes." Like I, I didn't smoke at this point. Like I, I stopped smoking. But Ty, Ty got super geeked when I told him my sis smoked. He's like, "Yo, chill, I gotta." Oh, Ty's Everybody got geeked, yo. So I told her, I was like, "Yo, Ty wants to ball up with you guys," and but like, nah, that's not a flex. And she was like, "What? Why? Like, let me do it." And I'm like, "Bro, this is not. <laughs> this is not no, you know, grade ten, not grade no eleven crack. Not no grade ten. Yeah. This is some serious shit, and she was like, she was like, nah, 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 like you don't even know like what we what we ball and stuff, and I was like, ooh, okay. I was like, okay, I mean, do what you want, you okay. know. I mean, I'll be there. You weren't sure. I'll be there to help, but whatever. So, whatever. Fast forward to the party. These guys were all balling my sister up in in the garage, or whatever. We had this some blizzies, bro. bro like, she got fucked. <laughs> wow. Fast forward, like, she was she was bedridden in in Tyler's bed that night. I yo, I'm like she was tweaking downstairs. I'm like, yo, like you gotta like be by yourself for a bit. Like, come, like go to my room, like chill out. You know, she was super tweaking, dude. She got so paranoid. (laughs) She was so paranoid. Oh my god, yo, because it was nah that we were smoking loud pack. That's what happened. Oh yeah, I told her it was not normal. Yeah, it was not normal. And that was when like our tolerances were probably at like some of the peak, 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 peak. Yeah, I think it, like a lot of people who's tr- who've tried weed or like do smoke have some kind of story. Like mine's pretty, mine's pretty messed up, which made me not want to smoke anymore. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but like I went out with my boys one time, and they're like heavy smokers. Like they smoke often. Shout out Aaron, and um, these guys want to go skating. So I'm like, all right. At this point, like I've smoked weed here and there. Like Nobody like skateboarding it, right? or like ice skating. No, ice skating. Ice skating. Okay, ice skating. Okay. So. They roll up backwards. I tump like two or three puffs. And I'm a guy who does not smoke at all. I'm on ice. I feel like the first thing I felt was like the skates were like erasers, right? <laughs> that I was erasing on the ice, or trying to erase something. <laughs> so I was skating and skating. And then I'm like, yo, I'm actually having fun. Like I feel, feel pretty nice. Went to my other boy's house. He's even more of a smoker. So he we went there and they rolled up like three more backwards, bro. Yeah, these that, are some. That's how you know oh these are some God. serious. Smokers, that's when you right? go downhill, bro. Yo, I, it was the equivalent feeling to like being drunk, right? For mm-hmm. some reason, I just felt like I was drunk and I was just laughing, like making jokes. Yo, time to go home now, bro. 
I get in the car. This is where everything goes downhill, bro. We go on this one road, and then all of a sudden, like, it's like we keep on looping back on the same road. Oh, like, someone keeps, on pressing, loop, someone keeps on pressing. Someone keeps on pressing rewind, and I keep on going God. back on the same road. Yeah. And then, yo, I, I'm looking, at, I'm looking like, at the radio, and it's on the radio station, 99.9. Tell me how it changed to nine 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 all across, <laughs> and everything turned like cartoon animated, bro. Oh my god! So yo, that was tripping me out, right? I started doing like hand signs and stuff. Because your hands are like tweaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the thing that tripped me out though is like I asked my two friends, I'm like, yo, are you guys taking me home? They looked at me, looked back at the front, didn't say anything. So I start tripping <laughs> out, right? I'm like, yo. Are you guys did taking they me home? Do that? Right? They look, yeah, like they did that, and I'm tripping too, right? Yeah, yeah. They look back, they laugh, and look back at the front. So for some reason, I'm thinking like some demonic shit. Like, yo, these guys I don't oh, trust they, these guys. They knew he was tweaking. Yeah. They knew I was tweaking, but like, I guess they were tweaking. Like they were pretty high themselves, so they didn't really like have they the common it. sense to yeah. realize what was happening to me, right? Yo, I got so scared, I jumped out the car at the light. This is dead winter time. He jumped bro. out of a moving car. I jumped yeah. out of a moving oh my car. God. What? On a on a January night or February night, and it's like freezing cold, and the moment I jumped out the car, I caught myself. Like I caught my senses for a bit. Like it sobered me up, and I'm like, oh shoot, what am I doing? Ran back in the car, and then it's like everything snapped back to normal. My friends like, yo, are you good? Are you good? I'm like, nah, bro. Take me home right now. I mean, walk me to my door. So we get to my house. He walks me to my door, bro. I sleep. I try to sleep. I go to grab some food. He told me, he's like, yo, you should have ate. I didn't eat that whole night. Nah, you got to eat. You got to eat. That's, right? that's another main thing. So I, I grab some food and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to take my jacket off. So I run upstairs, put my jacket in the closet. I'm like, oh, shoot, I left the fridge open. So I ran back downstairs, <laughs> closed the fridge, left the food outside on the counter. You went upstairs. I didn't eat the food. Tried to go to sleep. Lay down for 10 minutes, right? Let's say I lay down at 10 o'clock. For 10 minutes, I wake up, it's 10.01, oh, bro. Oh, so it, it wasn't 10 time minutes. Was time, time was yeah, infinite man, at that yeah, point. So bro, told my mom, I'm like, yo, I smoke. She knows I don't smoke. She's like, how much? I'm like, oh, I took like eight puffs. But in reality, yeah, I was thumping three blunts. Yeah, so you, you know that was a lot. Yeah, you, you bro, I had to sleep in my mom's bed that night. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would do it for me, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That experience, like anytime I've tried to smoke, it would bring back up that same anxiety feeling. Yeah, because I remember even like uh, we went to a caravan like a couple years ago. This was like what twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, I like I had some joints on me and shit like that. He's like, hey, yo, yeah, die. like I'll, I'll thump it, I'll thump it, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go around the road. I spark it up. I'm like having a good time. I'm turned up. We're vibing. I toss it to Patty. Patty Thompson gives it back yo, to me. Yo, and I'm drunk, so I'm like, I'm smoking, like... Yo, he's like... <sighs> Some like, serious... Yeah, like, I, yeah. Super puffing. I'm like, yo, Patty's gonna get lit right now. <laughs> it was, mind this you, guy, it was like 30-something degrees that day. This like, guy gives me a death stare, bro. This guy's like, yo, bro, like, I'm fucked. All I can hear is the bass right now, like... Yeah, imagine there's a truck playing music right beside you, like, with 20 speakers on it, right? Yeah. I cannot hear the music. <laughs> All years of the base. All I can hear is my foot stomping on the ground, bro. All I can hear is my footsteps on the ground. Oh, I cannot so hear the, the twenty speakers beside my ear playing. That's so. And, and if you've been to Caravan, the speakers are not quiet, man. They're yeah. 
Like they're solid. They're solid. Bro, these guys had to pour water, pour water on ju- head, bottles bro. and bottles of water bottles on my head mid parade, bro. God, like the there was a water truck like right beside it. Yeah. I ran there. I grabbed like three, four bottles. And I'm like, yo, just start dumping it on this guy. Yeah, you snap back. I, I, you actually snap back. That yeah, night, but though. the only thing was is because I kept on dancing. If I yeah. if I stopped dancing, yeah, I had the to keep on moving, bro. When you had um, where were we? And you had an edible in Algonquin Park. Algonquin. <laughs> As you can see, guys, weed is not for me. It's just bad experience upon bad experience. Nah, yo, edibles, bro, screw edibles, bro. Edibles is what did it for me. Bro, um, <laughs> we're leaving and he's like, yo, um, I'm going to get some edibles from my boy. They're like really light. Yep. Candies. Watermelon candy. It's the watermelon five candy. Five milligrams. It's light. Like no, it's, it was 100. Was it 100? No, each oh. piece was five milligrams. I remember specifically. So I took half from Tyler. I'm like, yo, take take half, bro. Um, yeah, and then I had like probably like two or three more. I tried to prepare myself so good. I ate three plates of full full plates of rice and curry. Yo, this guy looks over at me. Three plates, like, bro. I'm like, like, yo, this weed ain't going to touch me, bro. He's like, it's not even going to touch me. Yo, Tyler, yo, we have to go play catch right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm t- <laughs> no because i was sitting down right <laughs> i was sitting down and i'm like yo i'm like yo the weed didn't hit me yet and it was when i said that the weed hit me oh my god it's gonna hit it hit me as soon as i questioned why it hasn't hit me yet why were you questioning it yeah, and i'm like yo like, to take my mind off the dog and his owner like yo take me out to the park <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nah, he literally straight up said he's like yo ty like uh we have to play catch yo and catch the crazy part is, I was catching the ball, but I couldn't feel my hands. It just happens. It just bro. felt like the ball was floating, oh my bro. God. Like, and I'm just like telepathically throwing it back to him or some shit. So uh, I think the conclusion of the story is, weed is not for Patrick. I've I've tried to get him back into it, no. and I don't think it'll ever happen. I not just happening. think you know. No, I'll just stick to my liquor, man. I, I think it is what I'm it is. a bad catalyst when it comes to the weed. I've made like Dave not want to do it anymore. I made him trip out before. Roche, I remember I was with Roche his first time ever smoking. Yeah. That was fun. You are with me. Because Roche and Dave were both, like, both like, yo, like, yo I don't, I'm not high, bro. I'm not high. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at these guys. Like, you're definitely fucking out. Bro, <laughs> bro the yeah, funniest yeah, thing about that day is I we we both were so convinced we weren't fried, but me and Dave went back to our hotel room and I remember this I remember this picture perfectly, like sequence to sequence. I remember him pulling out the ramen. Throwing the ramen in the coffee maker, and then me getting the blow dryer and <laughs> trying to blow dry it, and we're like, "Yo, this ramen's not cooking right now." And what? at that point, at that point, we we knew we were fried. That's when we knew we were fried. You Yo, put, you put I, ramen. I in could the- tell. I could tell because you don't know the the thing about when you get high your first time is that you don't know what you're feeling. Yeah, you can't tell. You can't really yeah. tell. So you guys like probably didn't couldn't tell that you were high, but like I knew I'm like, yeah. nah, I looked at these guys, they're not normal right now. Like <laughs> they're not. Yo, man, weed. Yeah, I uh I mean I'll still do it. I mean, once in a blue moon, but I've had my experiences that have convinced me. I've, I've definitely cut back on my intake. Just cause man said I'll be in the gym and shit a lot. True. I'm not really trying to yo, cause my problem is when I smoke weed. I have hella munchies, bro. That kills the gains. I just could just go into a pantry and clear it out in like two <laughs> seconds, bro. Killer of the gains, man. You guys, you guys think um somebody like uh, Putin should smoke weed or something? 
I think everybody would be, you know, a little calmer if they balled a little, a little spliffy together. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he does like other shit. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I think stuff. he got his black belt uh, revoked or something like that, right? Yeah, I don't know by who, but it's just, I just know. It's, I don't know if there's like a world karate <laughs> nah, organization. There's, there's a governing body. Yeah, there's a governing body, bro. For what the the association of? Um, I don't know what what he had a black belt in. Though. I don't know. Like, I'm assuming or kung fu or karate or something. Whatever it is, the, <laughs> he ain't no black belt anymore. He ain't a black belt. We can jump him, baby. But I mean, okay, if they take away your black belt. Like, don't you still have the knowledge of being a black belt? Yeah, it's just the honor. I guess it's like the honor code that comes with it. Oh, okay. No yeah. honor. No honor. Because like if you have if you have like a black belt, are you considered a weapon? I think so. I are you actually considered because I know like when you reach a certain like I think level yeah, I think like, you are. Yo, wasn't there a guy we went to high school with that said like you know his hands are like considered like <laughs> Legal weapons or something like that. I remember our self defense teacher said that. Yes. Yo, yo, remember? You guys had a self defense teacher. We had a self defense class, bro. Like, yeah, well, it was just like, like a, a week. week long. Oh, I remember he told us he was boring. a lethal weapon. I remember he told us he took a lead pipe to the head and just brushed it off, and I was like, okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You want to take another one? <laughs> yeah, you want. Um, a, a, a lot of guys fucking see random shit. Like you know. I mean, they're all about the clout sometimes and it's a bunch of high school kids i would fucking lie to them too who cares <laughs> we're stupid back then we're so stupid i mean yeah to this day so ty i'm gonna ask you how you feeling about del dorado yo honestly, let's do a bro, little review because yeah, review honestly I, it's going down smooth I, and yo it's I feel like it's right i time. haven't had it in a while so it was actually yeah. pretty decent i'm not gonna lie to you um 21 Eldorado, the 12 specifically though it was nice yeah it went it it's it goes down really smooth. Like, yeah. even if you have it just with ice. Straight up, yeah. Well, we did it with the soda water. Yeah, soda water. But straight up with ice, like, that shit's going down nice. What are you giving it, scale? It's just something you just sip on and just you're cooling it. I'll give it, yo, I haven't had it in a while. 8.5. Eight, 8.5, five, really? easy. Yeah. yeah, I got to give it, like, uh, actually, I'll give it, like, a 9. Yeah, no, nah, it's actually really It's good. right up there. Yeah, it's, I. What I'm does it make surprised. it a 10 for you? A 10 for me? I don't know. I'm kind of biased, and I, I kind of like uh, my my palate has been geared towards vodka and stuff like that. So like, I agree. Switching it up like this, it kind of you can't give it the ten just like that. Yeah, maybe if it was like the fifteen, the fifteen will get a ten for me any day of the week because that or is twenty one something special. That's why I haven't had twenty one. Don't I want you stupid? Maybe if I. Was drinking this right now in Guyana, I'd probably give it a ten. See, that's different story. That's right true. There. The rum sipping rum down in St. Vincent is that's a whole different vibe than sipping rum. Yeah, it is. Happening. Like even um I don't know if you remember Patty, we went to Barbados one year. Like mm-hmm. I was in grade twelve as well that year. Mm-hmm. Bro, Mount Gay there tastes so bomb. And yeah. then you have Mount Gay like over here, here and it's not the and same. You cannot actually drink it's it. It's still good, but it's not the I same. just don't know. I don't even think it's good. I don't like it. It's only good when you drink <laughs> it in Barbados as well. Yeah, and then like, like there you can just buy like yeah, like you go to like go to the bar, bar and buy like a little yeah. mini bottle. Of you buy the small bottle and you just like just drink it. Like that's what for we like, did. Probably like ten bucks US. Yeah, like, you just buy it from the bar, and then that way you don't have to keep on paying for drinks. You just keep on pouring your own. Yeah, you get tea. they give you like a nice little bottle of Coke or whatever you want to chase it with. And it's sick. One thing I seen a lot there was um, 
like European man's rolling their own cigarettes, which is kind of weird. Really? Mm. Yeah, I remember seeing that's like something that stuck with. So me. like they bought the tobacco. Yeah, they bought the tobacco and they had like rolling papers and. I actually wanted to get into this. Um, I wanted to get into that at one point. Rolling tobacco? like the t- the tobacco, or like pipes. I wanted to get into pipes. <laughs> Why, a pipe? bro? I don't know. I was fascinated because they had like all different kinds, of, like ivory pipes, wooden yeah, pipes. Yeah, yeah, it's a big thing. And then they would just like I was so intrigued by the way they smoke pipes. You know when you see in cartoons yeah. when you're younger and like you just see like older like movies and shit. You're just doing the pops. pipes. Yeah. Now they just but I heard that shit is actually like it gives you a super bad like head rush. Vapors nowadays because it's fucking straight thing. We just run the Nick. Sigs are gross. Change my mind. I I I would never change your mind from Sigs are gross. They smell like so. Cigarettes are absolutely disgusting, bro. Honestly, like no offense, that's a huge turnoff for me. No, yeah, yeah. no, I I agree. It's your opinion too, right? It's everyone's opinion. I don't personally like cigarettes. Yeah, I don't smoke them, and like I mean, if you smoke them, it's like do your thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna tell anybody how to live their life. Have I tried them? Yeah, I've tried them. I mean, yeah, I've tried them. them here and there. Uh, was it fun in the moment? For sure, it's fun in the moment. Are you going to catch me on a normal daily basis, but in a bogey? Definitely not. Yeah, I have yet <laughs> to touch not. one. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. You would like it in the moment. If you're fucked up, you would like it. Really? I'm, yeah, I'm telling That's you. That's when you I see like a it. lot of those, like... Like the people that you would never expect to even touch it, like when they're ta- when they're sauce, that's when they come out. You see them just like randomly at the pre or the party, just like pull out a bogey. You're like, what? bro, you know what? People do a lot of stuff when they're drinking, like that they would otherwise never. Oh do, yeah, bro. yeah. You that's just gotta so be, just be careful and be aware of what you're doing at the same time, though. Yeah, that's it. True. Can go downhill big time too as well. Yeah, like taking a couple bogeys when you're drinking turns into like having some at night and then that turns into like cane 10 in a day cane a pack in a day i wish i could never do a pack in a day bro that's like 20 bucks that's just a day bro, that's a lot of time too you're wasting like an hour of your day just like walking out smoking, smoking cigarettes a cigarette, yeah walking so back in. how do you how do you guys like uh view people that take cigarette breaks at workplaces i mean you, i don't it I don't really seems care. like to me they're like they basically are entitled. They feel like they're entitled because they smoke cigarettes to have more breaks than a regular person. Oh, if you're talking about the actual break itself, like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, fuck you. And <laughs> like, you realize a lot yeah, of work, they, a lot of workplaces exempt them. Like they don't tell them they yeah, can't that do it. Be a thing. But it's I, I, like I I think that's BS. But at the same time, I can't talk because I'm the type of guy to take like coffee breaks and stuff too. So. Yeah. So, like, my thing yeah. is, though, too, is, like, if I were running a workplace and I was, like, really chill about it, like, you know, do your stuff, you yeah. get a couple minutes off, yo, I don't care. Go ahead. Bun your little quick bogey. Come back in. Wash your hands. Let's get back to work. Do whatever we got to do, right? I have no problem with that. Same way if, like, I'm just speaking personally here. If I had people, like, that weren't even smoking cigarettes. And they wanted to, like, they had some time off to chill in. They check, like, Instagram real quick. Or they look at the Snapchat or oh, something yeah. like that. Check somebody. I'm going to view it as the same thing. So I don't really care. But, you know, when you're working in somewhere like a Walmart or something like that, I, I don't see why people that smoke should have the ability to leave at any mm-hmm. given moment and smoke a cigarette and come back in and start working. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Personally. Yeah. It's like, yeah. especially if you're working at a job that, like, you know, it depends. There's, like 
like you got to be smart about it. If you're gonna if you're getting slapped at like Walmart or McDonald's and you're like, yo, I gotta go take a smoke break. Like I'm out of here. It's like, bro, are you serious? Yeah. Right. Like anybody who who has a different opinion on that, yeah. you guys definitely let us know. Yeah, facts. That's but what do you think about the? Bold I, I think it, they take advantage of that shit. I mean, if I'm getting a break like that, I'm definitely gonna be taking advantage of it. True. I gotta bleed sheets. It's situational. It depends. Very, very situational. A lot of topics tend to be situational, as they say. You know, what I mean. Yo, um. Let, let's let's end off on a bit more of a serious serious topic because you know we promised some of our okay our viewers that we yeah we, we did show them. What are your thoughts on like you know the educate you know just like considering that we just left like you know undergrad and college and like high school and stuff like what are you guys thoughts on like the education system and how poorly it prepares us like financially or like to take on like you know financial responsibility because you know I'll, I think um, I can speak for all three of us like we've all gotten into yeah. You know, managing our finances, investing, crypto, things like that. Yeah. On our own yeah, yeah, sure. in the past year. But like, you know, it's shitty that none of that's yeah, credited to school. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I don't I don't get why it had never been it has never been like something that was taught to like us when we we're younger. Even when you're a kid too, like I think you could learn a lot of valuable lessons learning like what the value of money is when you're young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they put that responsibility on us just to kind of like or they just overlook it and think oh you know what their kids are stupid it's not gonna matter yeah dude it matters basically right away yep dude, you're already at a disadvantage as soon as you hop out of high school it matters as soon as bro even when you're in high school even, yeah, like towards the end right. of high school issue like it doesn't seem like it matters but there's a lot of situations in my life where i look back and i'm like hey you know i, w- I had a job when i was in grade 12 like i could have definitely had more money nowadays Mm-hmm. If I had made some right decisions, yeah, oh, compared sure. to just spending it on stupid shit, like mm-hmm. I, I probably, I don't even know where half of the money I worked for like a whole year went. I couldn't yeah. tell you. Hundred percent, I feel that one. Like I feel like because I worked, two like I worked two jobs at one point mm-hmm. in high school for like a little bit, and asked me where the money went. I don't know. I seen it come in. I don't know where the hell it went. Fact. And like I, I didn't start saving money to like recently to like two years ago i started mm. actually thinking about saving money but like prior to that it wasn't even a thought like it's just put everything in the check-in and do whatever yeah you know? do whatever you need to do but i mean i think i guess it, it kind of goes with that like i mean i don't know if there's a proven fact or theory but you know you know how it's basically assumed or thought or we're under the assumption that like back then the school system was kind of created by the elitists to, you know, technically like control and like, you know, Fairly, yeah. Brainwash or not yeah. brainwash, but like, you know, control the middle class and then blah, blah, blah. Like, do you guys, do you guys believe in, do you guys believe in that? I, I, I personally, I could, I could see, I could see that being a thing. I could see where that would be like, uh, an accepted like reasoning of why it happens. Yeah. Because, you know, their kids like don't have to worry about it first. First and foremost, they probably wouldn't have to worry about it mm-hmm. so much. Like, uh, they have so much funds that are just gonna stay on forever. Like, yeah. generational wealth, things yeah. that we're trying to, you know, get get in our families. So they and what they need to learn, they probably already learned it at like a smaller age than yeah. you know, let's say you or me or our parents even at that, right? Yeah. 
So I could see definitely where that like elitist mindset comes from. But, you know, it, there comes a point in time where like the people got to like stand up for themselves. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like somebody has to make something change in it. And, you know, why not let us set up something for like our kids and our kids' kids? Yeah. You know what I mean, that responsibility now automatically falls upon us. Yeah. To like, you know, forcefully get something changed into it. Because, yeah. you know, the, the kids, they're not learning how to take care of money, bro. Oh, and it's, it's just getting hard to live out here, bro. It it's $2 yeah. a liter for gas already. Yeah. You know, and living expenses are high. Yeah. So even like, yeah, I was just going to say, like, even right now, the education too is pretty looking pretty low because like because of covid kids are learning from home let me tell you half like more than half of these kids that i i cut their hair at the shop like they go to both of these high schools like close to us and honestly these kids are saying yeah um during p class i'm playing gta or i'm on cod or like we just turn off our camera and do whatever yeah so, bro, these kids are really not, like, learning anything anymore. Because even when I was doing online school for for university, I'm not paying attention to shit all in the class, oh, bro. Oh, dude, I slacked so much. I'm, I'm, I, the the lecture is on, and I'm on my phone the whole time. You know? yeah. I'm not paying attention to none yeah. of that. But in all honesty, too, kind of shows you how pointless some of the shit that you're learning is in school, bro. Because, look, I graduated in oh. my last two years of school. Fuck. That's but that dude. That's why I'm literally like we learn so much pointless shit. Like, why is it actual important finances? Like, why is that not? So much more. You know, finances should be like something that's made. Because and another thing is is like, bro, you could save all your life and still not have shit all. Oh yeah. yeah. You gotta learn how to make money work when you're not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there, there's such a difference. Like, if you save like, let's say you save ten thousand dollars now. Like, what is that $10,000 sitting in your bank account going to be worth in yeah, like 10 bro. years? If it's not fighting inflation, then you're technically... It's still going to be 10K. You're technically losing money. Yeah. Yeah. It's still going to be 10K, but that's the thing. Not even. It's going to be less than 10K in 10 years with inflation and shit. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bro. It's tough. So That's why, honestly, if, you, if, honestly, if you're a younger head and you're listening to this, like, you got you to gotta know to to kind of break out of the system and go look for like help with investing and stuff like that on your own, to be honest yeah. and like figure out your finances. And honestly, and, yeah. as soon as you can, like, um, the earlier, the better, dude, earlier, the better. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I wish that's I like a loaded, earlier. that's like a loaded thing to say too, Roche. If you like were to dumb it down for them, what would you say? Like, what where, would I say? Literally, man, first of all, first thing I would say is go to YouTube and search up, um, how the, like search up literally how the economy works. You'll, I, I think the first or second video, it's like a 20 minute video. Watch that. Yeah. Roche, Roche had showed me that yeah. video. Like that's super good for your basic year. understanding. And then literally dude, yeah. this, YouTube is your best friend. Go Google like how to invest. Like what is investing? Like how can I invest? How do I get started? Yeah. How, what's a yeah. stock? Blah, blah, blah. And then honestly, yeah. like there's so much like things on social media, stuff like that. Like, you know, like we yeah. run a, a trading community and stuff, but we're like one of like, maybe over a hundred that I know of personally that you could, yeah. you know, reach out to for resources or even, you know, yeah. if you're listening yeah. to this, you can even reach out to us, hit us up on Instagram or something. We can help you get started Back. too. But Back. yeah. And even, even then to your point, Roche, um, bro, even just going to like Walmart and browsing the shelves and picking out a book, bro. a book, I was going to say that, pick up a book, uh, you know, that like the videos will, will show you a lot of things, but 
the thing I find about the books is that it really gets your mind focused. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. you could you could have all this energy and it will go into YouTube and you'll be um. Like what was the word? You I get to a point name. where you're a ghost, kind of. You're just like yeah, yeah. And and you're kind of head. you're kind of doing it to make yourself feel better about yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're watching all this stuff and the information is kind of going over your head. But if you have really the focus, I think is the main thing. Having the focus and really, you know, being centered on, on you know, you have a direction that you're trying to go in life, that will definitely help you out in the long run. You know what I mean? The investing and stuff like that, the money will come. Yeah. Get your mind right, and then you get your money right. Not and then knowledge. also learn, like, basic yeah basic knowledge and stuff like there's a book i actually bought it's called money i forgot the exact off um author but it basically like tells you everything like all like a lot of questions that you have like what is a mortgage how do i refine it how do i take a line yeah i'll I'll send it to you yeah it's called money it's a uk based book but it pretty much has like all the stuff that can apply here is it money or psychology of money no it's called just money okay and the the cover is like a, a debit card it looks exactly like a debit card. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get the link on our story for, for people to see. Yeah, yeah, man, of course. But, um, but anyways, I, guys, I definitely recommend, I, I recommend this to Ty, Psychology of Money by, I think it's Mar- Morgan. House yeah. I, I, yeah. Actually what was the other one you're reading? Flow? Flow. Yeah. Flow was a, dude, Flow was probably the book that changed my mind a lot. Um, yeah. Flow, uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Yeah. That flow was banger. not really a finance book. But it was more of like a kind of like a mindset book, like, you know, how you view certain things in life. And, and that really changed my mind, my perspective on things, because it was like backed with like research and data and stuff. It was really easily digestible. But Think and Grow Rich is another really good book. Um, yeah. Though my only beef with that would be that it's written in like old ass language. Yeah. So it takes it's not a little bit of deciphering kind of like, yeah, not, not easily digestible, like not a, not an easy read at all. Yeah. But you there's know, like, so you, many you, books you now. Take, you know, you read a book, take like ten percent of the information that you get from it, apply it to your actual life, and yeah. that ten percent is gonna add up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and even if you guys don't want to read books, like that, there's small, there's like small books, like Rich Dad Poor Dad. It's it's easy to finish book. Yeah, there's another book like The Science of Getting Rich. Like these are super small Shout books. Out to that the scammer. You feel better after you read it because you're like, oh shit, I got through that book. <laughs> but it's like, you know, they're good books. They're there to Honestly, help man, even if even if you don't like reading, like, come on, grow up a little bit. <laughs> like, you, you're, like gonna, yo, you're gonna you're gonna have to read, man. Like, whatever you do in life, like, you're gonna have to read. Bro, it's a it's an old school method. I had overlooked it for years. Yeah. Until really this year. Until this year, I'm 22 years old, guys. Until this year, I had actually started taking like reading like an actual thing that I I want to incorporate in my daily life. Even then, it's hard to incorporate every day. But oh yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. You try to read a couple pages, ten pages every day, it'll go a long way in the long run. And with small that, boys, small consistent actions, man, they add up. Yeah, we're we're beings of habit. Your habits define you. All right, guys, let's close this up. We gotta go so to bed soon. Late. It's a new day tomorrow, man. Yes, sir. Another day, All another right, dollar. Remember, guys, if you want to be able to shop without looking at the price tag, you gotta be able to work without looking at the clock. <laughs> Was that off your dome? No, it wasn't. (laughs) We'll say it was. We'll say it was. was. Thanks for tuning in, man. Them, take it easy, guys. Bevy 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 Bevy
on another episode. Next time they catch us. Oh, baby, bitch.